Welcome to Grounding Visions, a podcast from Society of Air, supporting artists, healers, small business owners, and social change makers in sharing their work with the world in a way that feels aligned, authentic, and even enjoyable. Because you have visions that are going places. Welcome to Grounding Visions. I am your host, Holly Hilgenberg of Stained Ghost, artist, community builder, and creative communications practitioner. And in today's episode, we are going to explore why it is so essential for you to do and share your work. This episode is for you if you are struggling to put your work out into the world, if you're feeling frustrated with the lack of momentum and movement because you're stuck in a freeze state, or you find yourself staying small because you don't feel like you deserve to be seen, or maybe it just feels safer to just not put yourself out there. Because there's an inescapable link between knowing that your work and vision matter and feeling good or even okay with sharing your work with the world. So today I am here to tell you that you matter, your work matters, and it is essential that you're able to know this so that you can get out of your own way and share this important work with the world and create the impact it is here to make. And before we get into the episode, we are right around the solstice. And I know that this time of year can feel super overwhelming and draining for folks, especially as we're told to crank the activity up while everything in nature, if you are listening in the Northern Hemisphere, where I am, is dying back and slowing down. And add on top of that, the push to change and improve everything about yourself and your life the second that the clock chimes midnight on January 1st, it is just a lot. So if you're struggling with feeling overwhelmed or frozen when it comes to planning out your marketing for the year ahead, you are definitely not alone. And that's why I'm offering a limited number of discounted one-on-one year-ahead planning packages to support you in creating a plan that feels doable and achievable while also being rooted in your needs and authenticity. To learn more about how this package can help you move into 2024, feeling good about sharing your work with the world, visit societyofair.com consulting or check out the link in the show notes below. And now on with the show. We receive so many messages about who has the right to take up space, whose work and viewpoints and experiences are legit and matter, that if your work or being is outside of this very small box, it can feel incredibly scary to trust that it's okay to take up space, to share your thoughts, to be confident in putting your work and self out there. 
and it can feel doubly hard when it isn't easy to do so because it takes a ton of time and energy and effort and resources to continue putting yourself out there time and time again, especially when it feels as though you're getting no traction and like you're just screaming into the void. And worse yet, if you're a caring, empathetic human, it might be difficult to feel okay with taking up space when you know that there is really terrible shit happening in the world, that there are so many causes and information that deserve to be known about, and you feel like if you're putting your vision and work out into the world, you are taking away from more worthy causes. And the thing is, you deserve to take up space. Because you and your work matter. And this is something that I've really struggled with as well. Because for a long time, I did not see my values or interests reflected back to me as being something that had worth, that did matter. Because I grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where the culture revolves completely entirely around the Packers football team. And I am not exaggerating when I say that. Basically, whenever the Packers would play, the entire town would shut down. Every, just everything, it's hard to explain to someone who maybe even grew up somewhere that has like a football team or some kind of national sports team, just how immense the impact that the Packers have over the culture of Green Bay. And if there is anything else that counts as culture in Green Bay, I would say that it would be beer and very heavy drinking and maybe cheese. But that's all to say that there was very, very little in the way of arts and culture that I was privy to when I was growing up. And on top of this, I received the message early on that while I could aspire to become a, quote, career woman, unquote, and this was also only in the safe fields of medicine or education or law or working for some corporate business, the ultimate goal was to marry rich and after a half-assed show of working a little bit start having some kiddos and retire happily at the ripe age of 28 and, you know, live the rest of my life as a kept stay-at-home mom whose ambitions became centered completely around the rearing of successful children. All interests and dreams outside of this, especially creative ones, were regulated to the status of hobby which also later became more of a side hustle with the advent of Etsy and the explosion of craft as business, as well as the fact that fewer and fewer families are able to actually afford just having a single income household. And now I do want to say that clearly my perception of this was very negatively colored by the fact that This is not what I wanted, and it's not who I am. So I suppose that anyone living that life and enjoying it, well, good for you. Um, My point is that I internalized the message at a very young age that women's work did not really matter, especially if it was at all creative or outside, again, of those safe categories. And women who were entrepreneurs just did not 
exist in my world. And those who did, again, did it because they were simply bored. And you'd think that as I got older and my world expanded, this would change. And it did a bit, but not by much. And I, from various angles, heard again and again that the work I desired to do, like making art, creating community organizations, and hosting workshops, putting on different events, starting publications, all kinds of different things, those interests of mine would not and even should not make money. And that if I was to be a good person or a pure artist, I would simply give away everything for free in the name of not caring about money or succumbing to the man. And of course, the deeply ironic thing about this line of thinking is that only the most privileged of people can afford to put all of their time and energy into something for free. So for years, I struggled to scrape by alternating between getting real full-time jobs that had benefits, which my mom was thrilled about, and part-time low-wage jobs that barely paid the bills, all in order to support my work that I simultaneously felt guilty about charging for, and also as though I couldn't actually charge much for it because it had no value. And eventually I realized that as my energy took a nosedive as a result of both long COVID and just getting older, and my desire for control over my time and my life increased, and my purpose became clearer that it was either work for someone else or work for myself, which meant that it was essential to share my work and actually make money from it. Cut to lots of business and money mindset work, and here we are. And maybe there are aspects of the story that feel similar to your own. Or maybe you have a totally different experience as to why you must stay small, not bother people, not think too highly of what you bring to the table. But whatever it is, know that you are not alone in this. If this is something you struggle with, feeling as though your work matters, that you can take up space and sharing it, whether it's because you received the message that your view wasn't valid, that your interests had no worth, or that you are simply a person who, by virtue of your identity, isn't as important as the dominating identity of straight, white, cis, power-hungry men, I am here to tell you that your work and you matter. In fact, your work is vital to the world. And it is just as vital that you share it so that the people that you are here to impact can actually know about it and invest in it, allowing that impact and investment to happen while ensuring your ability to keep doing your work. So here's why I believe your work is essential. First, like I was saying, it impacts those it is here to serve, bringing positive change into people's lives. And I really want to underscore here that there is no impact that is too small. Whether you are running a therapy business where you are, you know, being that first line of support for people that are, say, in major times of crisis, 
or you are someone that is running a brick and mortar shop that hosts different artists and sells the work of small local makers, your work is impacting things in a very positive way and it is essential. And also being able to share and grow your work means that you can be in control of your time, your energy, attention, your life. And when building your work, you are able to take your success and invest in your community, your family, and other folks, businesses, and organizations who are also doing good, important work. And this keeps more resources and money in your community and in independent and local economies. And when we have stronger communities and successful practices and businesses, we are able to further divest from systems and companies that don't operate by your values. And all of this creates a world that functions in and is shaped by the values that you believe in. And yes, you may say this is a far-fetched dream, but I believe it is possible because you have the power to assert your worth and your right to live a life that is bringing your purpose into the world. And it's really a control mechanism to keep us small and down from creating this better world. Because the powers that be certainly profit more off of our misery than our happiness. And it's no accident that so many of us are deemed as not having as much value, because without that, the there'd be no way of propping up the socially and historically constructed hierarchy of the overculture. It's also no accident that so much of the most impactful essential work that's done is chronically underpaid. Healers, educators, artists, farmers. And I also believe that the shame around not wanting to take away from more worthy causes is also a control mechanism based in scarcity and division. Because when we are more powerful, when we know we are abundant, and when we lift one another up, sharing the important work and causes that we believe in. And with all of this, we can make space for it all. So remember, you and your work matters. You more than matter. You are essential to creating a better world for us all. So take up space and share your magic because you and only you can bring that unique magic into the world. And if this is something that you struggle with and want to shift into feeling confident and excited about putting your work out into the world, again, I am offering that limited number of discounted one-on-one year-ahead planning packages to support you in creating your unique roadmap to sharing your magic in 2024. You can learn more about getting support to build a marketing plan that works for you in the year ahead at societyofair.com slash consulting or through the link in the show notes below. And I hope all is well as we approach the shortest day of the year. Solstice blessings to you all. Thank you for listening to Grounding Visions. For more support in sharing your magic with the world, visit societyofair.com. Follow me on Instagram at society.of.air or sign up for the Grounding Visions newsletter in the show notes below. 
And a special thanks to Chris Rose of Robust Worlds for our theme music and production support. And if you've enjoyed this episode and know folks who would benefit from it, please share it with them. Thank you for your gift of connection. And until next time, take it easy and have a good one. Thank you.